Welcome to the Whiskey Congress. Honest, open talk dedicated to speaking the truth to those who are open to hearing it. Black, white, right, left. Most importantly, honest, bold, and fueled by good whiskey. In Whiskey Veritas, we are Whiskey Congress. Join the evolution. Whiskey Congress is back in session and Steven and I are together again. It's been a while, brother. I've really barely seen you. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, just got back from a little vacation down in South Florida. Was uh, nice and relaxing for the most part. Had some some work stuff I was taking care of while I was down there, but for the most part, just you know, good. Marco R&R. Island. That's that's uh... yeah, Marco Island, man. That's the spot. Um, you know, it's the off season there because uh, it's so hot down in Florida that most of the people who enjoy going down there, they're usually somewhere. You know, further north or right. here in Dece- Ohio. December till April is probably yeah. A like time. it's so when, so you know when we go down there, it's the off season, and you know it's easy to get in the restaurants and all that other stuff. We ate at a restaurant. What was it? Sunday night, and it was really good. Hadn't eaten there before. It was one of those places where it kind of looked like a hole, but the food was like remarkably good. But I mean, like. I mean, this was, it was a high-end Italian Italian menu in, like, an old pub-style setup, and, you know, the, you know, live music is playing, and, you know, I'm not a huge live music fan, but the band wasn't bad, um, it, you know, the place kind of looked okay, and when the food came out, I mean, we were all just, you know, from the appetizers all the way through, um, was surprised, and then it, the portions were big, it was nice, so, I mean, it was... <laughs> I'm laughing because one of... My favorite hangouts where you meet me all the time, the Irish pub, when there's live music there, you're like, I'm out. Well, <laughs> like, yeah. Because it's insanely loud well, it's and incri- usually awful. Right. It's, so it's incredibly loud. It's usually like Irish, like it's uh, it's got some sort of Irish step dance <laughs> thing does, to I'm it. Just, it's bad. I'm just this, laughing about that. Yeah, this place was, uh, this place is pretty good. But yeah, no, vac- vacation was good. Like I said, had some work things to deal with that stressed me out for a little bit for a day or two, but uh, it was good. Although it is good to be back. And um, now I'm uh, I'm officially back and you're not, unemployed. You're, yeah, well, so, no, you are self-employed. <laughs> yes, yes. As someone who's been self-employed for basically a decade. Yeah. Welcome to the club, brother. Yeah, yeah. Now the difference is you have a wife who can handle your health insurance issues. I don't, so I got to deal with that nonsense. Okay. But all right, that's just that's an aside. Yeah. All right. A little, a little well, too much of an overshow there, but well, that's okay. whatever. Um, you're you're married is not I don't think too much to disclose. Also, Wahari was killed with a missile strike while you were on vacation. And, yeah. and I, I, all right, go ahead. Well, he, yes, he, he was, <laughs> the way he was killed sounds pretty awful, but pretty, what, yeah, gruesome, but what he it. deserves, <laughs> um, you know, it's a special type of drone missile that, you know, doesn't quite explode. It just releases a bunch of blades and pretty much shreds you. Cuts you into pieces. Yeah. Um, Which I feel weird Feeling like fuck him. I have no regrets about his demise, but it's just so gruesome. <laughs> Chopping yeah, I mean, a human into bits yeah, it's, is it's weird. V- it's very good about James Bond, yes, you know, uh, uh, type of villain esque sort of of demise. But you know, that's that's where we're. I mean, that, that's the but type. it prevents. It prevents. Well, uh, I mean, it saves collateral damage. Thank right? you. That's what I was. I mean, with. it goes yes. in and, and it really minimizes collateral damage and. 
you know, I, you know, because people were just, oh, I thought Biden wasn't going to do drone strikes. What about all the innocent people? Like, well, it, it just took out the one guy. Yeah. You know, he decided to show himself uh, on the balcony, and that. And can, can you imagine? Ah, it's my morning coffee. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, you just kind of like. That what? sounds loud. What? Are, right. Like that is a weird looking bird, and then all of a sudden, like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, it's hard to feel any empathy for this piece of shit. However, it's weird to think I'm cheering for. Right, this and kind then of a for, for demise of you know, and being. for those who, um, for those who don't know, um, you know who who Zawari was. You know he was you know Osama bin Laden's you know second in command essentially. Um, you know he had been on the run for, I mean twenty what, years twenty yeah. years now. Uh, you know was a major part of planning the nine eleven attacks and and other attacks against. U.S. soldiers and, and, and civilians. So, I mean, he was he was a he was a bad guy. Um, you know, I mean, I think some of the political games that some of the Republicans are playing about, oh, Biden said he wasn't going to do drone strikes, right. and you know, I thought we you know said we were going to be done with Afghanistan. Like that's that's it's really like if if we can't <laughs> if we can't look at this as a win for the U.S. right, and you have to go to the you know. Well, you know, had it been Trump or had it been a Republican, we would have, you would have done what, right? I mean, any, you would hope that any president of the United States who's got a chance to take out a known terrorist that has done the type of damage that this guy has done, like we, we could all get behind. But mm, once again, you know, you know what, I ha- what I haven't heard, I haven't heard anyone call this a false flag. I was ready for that. I was well, Alex say- Jones has been busy. <laughs> Alex Jones has been busy. Let's talk about Alex Jones. Yeah. Alex I mean, Jones had a bad week. Yeah, Alex Jones, I mean, he had a, yeah, he had, he had quite the you week. Know, Steve, I, I hope you think you were hoping you would go a whole show without me doing Alex Jones perfect, perfect, perfect impersonation, but let's admit that I'm really good at this. He, um, so, you know, he was standing trial, uh, you know, essentially he had, you know, he, he was found liable, um, you know, for, for spreading the lies about the, the, the Sandy Hook massacre with, with where the kids were all killed. Uh, you know, he says, well, you know, a few years ago, I, I, I stopped saying that it was, that it didn't happen. And I did say it, it happened a couple years ago. So we should, you know, essentially saying, you know, eventually I got around to admitting that it was real and, and stopped saying that it was fake and that they were crisis actors. So since I admitted that a few years ago, we should be good. And, you know, it's like, look, that doesn't, that doesn't make up, that doesn't resolve the damage that you caused. Right. right. I mean, like some of these families, you know, had people coming to their houses and people threatening them. And, you know, these people went into hiding uh, because people were listening to people like Alex Jones saying that it was, you know, that they were crisis actors and that was a false flag. I mean, these people lost their children. So they're not only dealing with the fact that they lost a child uh, in a horrible fashion, but then they have to constantly relive that. And on top of having to constantly relive it because of Alex Jones saying that it didn't really happen, they then have to deal with, again, being harassed, being stalked, being, you know, their their homes being, you know, maybe broken into or, or you know, their property rights being violated by, by other people who, you know, are, who, who don't believe them, right? right. I mean, so just, it, it's, it's really... It's unconscionable. Right, I mean, it's just, it's, I mean, uh, look, I don't want to go, like, actually, I will go to it, you know, having having a child, um, 
you know, it just roughly that age, right? For me, is the part that that that's the part where I can't get, like I can't imagine losing my daughter in any way, shape, or form. More or less, you know, having someone come in and shoot her, and then people telling me it didn't happen. You know, kudos to the parents that didn't just physically go after Alex Jones. You know, I mean, because I'm not sure. <laughs> Had this happened to you, and I don't want to go there. I, but I, but I, I'll say is, Alex Jones would not have been in a courtroom. No, I mean, he and would if have he, been in a morgue, right? Or, or I would be in prison for a long time. Yeah, but, I, you know, I, 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 Steve, I, I, it's tough for me to even go there as your friend, because if if you had been in those circumstances, I would have probably tried to stop you from murdering him. Well, I would probably be unsuccessful. Yeah, um, I mean, with, with something, and, I, and a lot of people say that, a lot of dads and tough guys say it, uh, that's fine, but I just, I know. I know you. Right, and, and it just, I, I can't. And truthfully, so, Steve, I might be preemptive. Right. I might take him out from 300 yards away with my 270 <laughs> and just say, well, Steve didn't do shit because I shot that piece of shit from 300 yards it away. Just, it, it's, it's just, you know, and then, but the people, the, what's amazing, what's utterly amazing uh, you know, while I was on vacation, I, w- I was on Instagram, and and there were people that were, because Alex Jones made a quippy m- remark about um, about Jeffrey Epstein. You know, they asked him a question, and then he's on the stage, like, oh yeah, what about the what about all the stuff that Jeffrey Epstein did, right? Completely deflecting, and then everyone's like, yeah, yeah, Jeffrey Epstein, yeah, yeah, get him, Alex. And what I found is that there are a lot of people who support Alex Jones, believe. All the shit that Trump said about him being a great American and he's this great American thinker. I'm like, the same dude who was talking about frog people? <laughs> right? Like, you guys really think that th- this guy is, 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 is an American hero? The guy who was trying to, who was trying to pump his supplements and, and pimp his supplements on the stand? Right? Like, you guys think that this guy is an American hero? Um, you know, he, so his, his week went like, look, they already found him liable. The question was how much was he going to have to pay? Um, you know, it co- it came out to about fifty million dollars right. that he's going to have to pay. Right, we're doing punitive and compensatory. Right, and so yep. the 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 big key though, what came out was you know his attorneys accidentally quote unquote <laughs> sent over like information from Alex Jones' cell phone from the last few years, um, and there was some pretty damning information on there, right? Like, I mean, because he you know like him and his his staff. You know, like, like, hey, Alex, like, hey, are you going to keep saying this? Because this kind of end up like the Sandy Hook thing where you're saying stuff that isn't true. It could come back to bite us. And, you know, he's saying, don't worry about it. Apparently, there was some stuff on his phone about January 6th that the, that the Department of Justice and the January 6th committee is interested in. And, you know, the prosecutors are going to hand it over. And everyone's just like, oh, well, that stuff's not admissible because they did it by accident. Well, <laughs> look, I mean, so. If OJ accidentally said, oh, yeah, by the way, I killed Nicole and Ron. Right. It's admissible. Yeah, like so. Well, and the re- like so. There's so this happens more often than people think, right? Like you're really, you know. Well, yeah, because and especially like in a large trial like this, where there's a lot of there's a lot of paperwork, a lot of documents, a lot of data that's going back and forth. Sometimes you send something over that you don't mean to. Typically, there's a time to cure, right? Like you have ten days, two weeks, whatever, and then you're like, oh shit, I sent that over. So you reach out, like you you. You send it, and then you reach out and you say, "Hey, I need that back." As long as it's within a certain time period, then the opposing counsel typically needs to. The, the rules are set up that the, the counsel then has to send that back and not really attribute it to anything in the case. Okay, fine. So what happened was, his attorney sent the cell phone stuff over. 
uh, prosecutors in this, uh, or, or the, the, the opposing counsel inside gets it. Um, I'm going to say prosecutors isn't the right term, right, but the opposing right, yeah, counsel yeah. gets it. They realize that this was probably a mistake, so they go back to Alex Jones' attorneys and say, hey, we have this. You know, there's a 10-day clock that starts now. You know, we'll send it back if you want it. Well, Alex Jones' counsel didn't say anything, right? They didn't say send it back. They didn't say, oh, that was a mistake. That's, that's privileged. Right, whatever. And so once that clock runs out, then it's inf- like they got, you know, I mean, they essentially got firsthand information from the opposing side. Now, the other issue here is that the information that they received is information that they asked for in discovery, but Alex Jones and his team said, oh, it's not available. We don't have it. There's nothing there. Right? Like, do, do you have information about this X, Y, and Z on your cell phone? No, I don't have information about X, Y, and Z on my cell phone. There's nothing to send you. So then they send, they accidentally, air quotes, send the, that very information over. And so where, where the crux comes in for the Alex Jones crew is not only did you not reply in time to get the information back, but you, it, it's basically obstruction because you, well, not obstruction because this isn't a criminal trial, but you screwed up the discovery process because this is information that was asked for, you said wasn't available, turns out it was available, and you should have held it over. So, you know, like you, you're, you're, you know, fucking up the rules of civil procedure right there in terms of not handing the, 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 the discovery when you were supposed to. So... The question on is this admissible? Yes, it's admissible because they didn't request the information back in the time that they were allotted to cure that wrong. And it was information that was requested in discovery that should have been handed over anyway. So it's absolutely going to be admissible. It is admissible. They can, Alex Jones and his team can try to appeal it if they want to, but they'll lose on appeal. Um, you know, we if, know they will appeal. They will even, but I mean, it, and their appeal doesn't Hopefully have with to. With a different lawyer, <laughs> you know, but their appeal doesn't actually even have to be taken up. Uh, so you know, you're not automatically granted an appeal, and especially in this case where you completely fucked it up on two on two separate ends of it. Uh, you know, so that that may buy them a little time, but ultimately, you know, they're going to lose that as well, and. You know, and Alex Jones is going to end up having to pay it. Now, from some of the stuff that was on his phone, you know, InfoWars is still making a lot of money, right? Now, are they, you know, it said that, you know, when they were, when they were really going after it in 20, I want to say, I don't know, I can't remember if it was 2016 or 2018. I think it was maybe 2016. They were making up to like $800,000 a day. Well, a day. Um, you know, that, that's a lot. So, that, that's a lot, Steve. I mean, so they, so, this whole thing that Alex Jones is broke and he's going to go bankrupt seems to be bullshit, right? Which is unfortunate because this is the type of guy you want to see just absolutely buried. And so the question is then, you know, what does this $50 million verdict do to him uh, from a financial standpoint to, to, to really, you know, get rid of his voice? Right. Uh, and, and I don't know, right? I mean, because I don't, I don't really know what his financials look like. I, I, I don't know how, how hard – I mean, I'm sure – even if he was making all that, he probably wasn't making all that now. And so, you know, it probably will put a pretty big dent in his, in, in, in his financial situation, which may slow him down. And he's also got uh, at least one other case pending, um, very similar to this, that, you know, if this is any sort of indication, then, you know, it, it, the number could be up to $100 million, um, that he has to pay out, which 
likely probably That's breaks a him. Kicking the nuts to anyone. Yeah. So I mean, it, you know, he probably he probably will end up filing for bankruptcy. Um, oh, but he the, has already done it. Well, and the judge admonished him saying, "Don't claim you're bankrupt." You right. filed for bankruptcy, but that doesn't make you legally bankrupt. Right. So knock I, that shit off. Yeah, I mean, like he 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 doesn't qualify for bankruptcy right now, but you know you got to pay out a hundred million dollars, and all of a sudden, well, we'll, we'll see <laughs> yeah. how it goes. And 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 good. Yeah, I mean, it just and look, it, he's another one I've got no sympathy for, uh, just based off of uh, you know the fact that he's just he puts so much bullshit out there, and it's it's just it, and the people who support him just show why he does it. Because there's people who buy it. There's people who believe it. You know, there's people, you know, like you and I could watch it and like, oh, wow, this guy's an idiot. And it's entertaining or whatever. It still gives him some sort of, you know, like us even watching it right. on YouTube or whatever yeah. still drives numbers his way. But there are people who watch it, not just for entertainment, but who think it's actual useful information, that think it's true, that believe the, they're not even conspiracy theories. They're just lies. Uh, oh, you can't prove that that's a lie. Like, you can't... Pr There's nothing in there that's, that makes you believe that this is true. Well, oh, well, this other guy on YouTube showed me these documents while his mom was bringing him fucking Oreos and milk. You know? <laughs> like, I mean, like, okay. So, I, I, and the problem is a guy like Alex Jones and where we're at as a country, he'll always have a platform because people want him to have a platform. They want him to say those type of things. And part of it is because of their frustration with our government, which our government has done nothing to get to have a lot of faith in them because they can't get anything right. You know, I mean, it, it, you know, like everything is, you know, like going back to COVID, right? Like, oh, it's not a big deal. Oh, it's a very big deal. Oh, you have to wear two masks. Well, apparently you don't need two masks. Oh, you have to have a vaccine. Well, the vaccine is not going to just all the back and forth. And look, if, you, if you've got common sense, you've, you've lived in the real world long enough, you realize that the, there's nothing that's black and white and the government doesn't get everything right. But when it's just screw up after screw up after screw up and we can't get anything right in Congress, we can't get anything right in the Senate, everything is a fight, everybody's lying, everybody's saying that everybody is lying, then yet you're, you're, what happens is you, you create this scenario where people start to look for alternative sources of information and are willing to believe people who are consistent, right? And Alex Jones is, if anything, consistent He's with consistent his bullshit, or, or, yeah. right? And people, and people get behind it. Uh, and now the people that he has behind him are passionately behind him. Uh, you know, they're in that conservative camp. They're in that Second Amendment. You know, everybody wants to take our guns and enslave us to the progressive Democratic left agenda. And we're going to fight that nonstop and we're going to make Alex Jones a hero or a martyr. You know, any conservative voice that says what they want to hear, they don't care whether it's factual or not. They don't care whether it's even plausible or not. Right. They will figure out a way to make it plausible. They will figure out a way to support it and back it. And then they will figure out a way to blame progressives and Democrats and the libs and everybody else to fight this culture war because it's just not about policy anymore. Right? It's just not, it's just about you either think like us, act like us, do what we want, or you're against us. And if you're against us, then we need to silence you and put you down. Right? And that's the thought process on the left. That's the thought process on the right. The problem for the left is that more of the people on the right are crazy with guns. Right? And you guys right. are, are, you know, you got that Sean King guy. Remember Sean King? I do. He was like, Black Lives Matter, and, yeah. you know, they, they, 
accused him of being white and pretending to be black. And I think he's, uh, you know, he's a very, very fair-skinned black guy. But the funny thing with him is, so he he used his nonprofit money to buy a $40,000 Mastiff for protection because he lives in New York. In New York, he said, oh, I can't have a gun in New York. And he didn't want a gun. So he spent $40,000 on a dog. And, you know, on a, on a you know, specially That's trained mask. Yeah. Right. And, and then he had to give the dog back because he said the dog had too much energy. But he got the dog because, you know, white nationalists. And, and I believe that there were people who were, you know, stalking him and threatening him and everything else. But the guy also has a shitty reputation of taking people's money and then using your nonprofit money to buy a 40,000 dog does not necessarily go over well. Uh, but again, like, that's the guy on the left, right? That's the poster boy on the left, and, on, and, and the people who follow him are people like him, while Alex Jones has the fucking psychopaths that build, you know, an AR-15 every other fucking day in their basement, right? I mean, so, like, progressives, I, I, Democrats and progressives, I, I'm not sure if they're fully aware of who they're dealing with, like, because... You guys are gonna keep going at it. You're gonna sh- you're you're gonna show up to a gunfight with fucking I, I don't a know mastiff? what right with a with a dog so, and, a, and a sign hold, hold, that hold says on, hey we don't on. like you. All right, I, 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 I wrote a strongly worded letter. Right. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's what I think is this is a big deal. Is Rush Limbaugh spawned a, a genre of of you know anti-government, anti-liberal, whatever, and a ton of people jumped on that bandwagon. Alex Jones among them. And they did it without consequence for a very long time. Sandy Hook, 20 children were murdered by a psychopath. And Alex Jones took that as an opportunity to be the victim. And this is a bit gross, but I know exactly where I was when Sandy Hook got reported. Because I was going to go pheasant hunting with uh, some friends in, in New York. Very conservative friends. And their initial reaction was, oh, no, now they're going to take our guns away. And I, I literally said, like, can we take a day to say it's awful these children were murdered first? But their first reaction was, here's what's going to happen to us. Now, by the way, the number of gun rights taken away because of Sandy Hook was, it's actually not zero because New York, even though it happened in Connecticut, New York put in one of the dumbest gun laws ever and unfortunately uh, codified some of the uh Complaints because there's my friends. But bigger picture, it's good that Alex Jones is being held to account because what he's done, what he's made millions of dollars off of is trolling families that were dealing with their children being murdered. Worst day of their lives. Yes. Right? Worst day of anyone. Frankly, I can't put myself in those shoes. You can't put yourself in those shoes. You can't close to me because you actually have a child. But um, it's... The fact that people are playing the victim of the government. How about the victim of the fucking psycho who killed people? And then to try to... to if, if you can go to the home of a person whose child was murdered and tell them you're a crisis actor, you're faking it, how do you sleep at night? Well, I mean, it's, and apparently he slept just fine. Right, I mean, he, oh, he, he did. He, he, he slept he just fine. Bla- he, you know, I mean, he, scr- people- he Scrooge McDucked, Scrooge McDucked into a, you know, a swimming pool of money. Fuck Alex. Jones. Right, and and you know, and and he, the people who follow him believe him. Right, like same thing. I think it's it's beyond trying to figure figure these people out. 
um, and just recognizing what what you're up against and what you're dealing with, right? And understanding that, I mean, this is very similar to, you know, the reason why we couldn't win a war in Afghanistan or a war in Vietnam, because this isn't about logic. This isn't about people recognizing when they're beat. People have these ideals that they're fighting for, right? That that they're willing to that they're willing to go to extremes for that, you know, in, in Afghanistan and Vietnam that they're willing to die for. And you are getting to that point. The more this is about just what I believe and ideology and things that I like versus things that I don't like, the further you get away from being able to bring people to the table to have a sensible conversation on how to resolve the issues and move forward, right? And, and we're not moving forward, right? Like we're getting further apart. Things aren't moving in a way where it seems like, all right, we're getting to some form of semblance and, and unity. Like it's just, it's becoming more and more divided um, and it's in, and it's being fed by people like Alex Jones and you know the departed Rush Limbaugh and you know Tucker Carlson and Laura Ingram and Tim Pool and you know, even so you know even even you know Joe Rogan is is not quite in that conservative camp but he's not he's, even close but he's still a part of that you know if you say something against me I'm going to troll you for it. Um, which which doesn't help because he's been, even though Joe Rogan isn't in that camp, he's been co-opted by the people who follow those people in that camp, right? The same people who root for Alex Jones, right, and support everything that Alex Jones said are, Joe Rogan says, enough to where they say he's one of us. Whether Joe Rogan says, That's, I'm not, right? right? He can well, say, right. I'm not all he wants, but every time he, he, he says something to reinforce their beliefs, they say, yeah, well, you can say you're not, but you are, and you're one of us, and you're in that, you're in our group, and that's something that he's got to deal with, and he's dealing with it just fine with his $250 million contract from Spotify. So, you know, I, it's, it, we're, we're in a bad, we're in a bad spot. Um, I don't know what resolves it, um, you know. But I, I do think it's tough in the right direction that Alex Jones is being held financially accountable for his nonsense. Because, yeah, because I, the, well, it the, depends. The likelihood like, of someone else to jump into that pool is not like, oh, there could be a consequence for it. I don't. I, I don't because yes, it's yes, yes. You're right. Maybe, but if Alex Jones is able to, like, you can't stop him from going on his show. I mean, as he's in this trial, he was on. The, he was he was on his show talking about the judge being maybe a part of a pedophile ring, right? And then, you know, part, and that's kind of what led them down the path of letting them know, like, hey, by the way, we've got your phone because, like, you <laughs> said you were going to say it on your phone. When he, and, said, when he said, you have your Perry Mason moment, I don't think, I'm old, so I know what that means. Oh, I do, too. I, do, I know you do, too. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, 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 you know, I mean, so it's just, uh, look, I mean, it's a really unique problem. Um, that I don't know how we get a handle on because even while we sit here and say, you know, all right, he, he, if he's got to pay out a hundred million dollars, maybe he goes bankrupt. But I mean, he, he's he, like, he's not even on, it's not like he's on YouTube. He's not on, you know, any sort of platform. So he can still do what he's doing. And the people who support him, like this didn't open their eyes and say, oh my God, this guy is a liar and a scumbag and a piece of shit. No, they said, no, we support you more. 
this is a this is a kangaroo trial. Yeah, yeah. You know, and people, I'm sure people are sending him money. I'm sure he's got some sort of, you know, help me, you know, fight the globalist. And people are like, he may not even have to put anything out there. There, someone probably started a fundraiser for him. I'm sure there's some conservative lobbyists, corporations or whatever that are dumping money his way. And that's that. That's where you're right. We are holding him accountable, and we can say that. But in the end, he's still going to be able to do the very thing that got him into this position. And it's and other people are going to see it and be like, well, if Alex Jones can go through all that and still survive because he's a, a survivor and everything else, then I'm tough like that too. So I'm going to continue down this path. Now the question is, if they get held accountable for saying something stupid. Right? Or do they look at it and say, all right, I can't be that dumb and say something that wild, but I can still say all this other wild shit that I'm saying, you know, and they likely don't get held accountable because, like, this was, think about what Alex Jones had to do to be held accountable, right? Kids had to get massacred. Then he had to go and say, after those kids were massacred, after those funerals, after those parents had to deal with all that, then he had to have the balls to be able to say, yeah, you're, 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 all you parents are just crisis actors. This is all a, a false flag. Well, and he did it for years. Yeah. Right? I mean, like, so that that is extreme. So a person could look at that and say, all right, he's being held to account because he went too far. But I can still say there's fraud people. I can still say that there's, you know, a pedophile ring under a, a, a bowling alley somewhere in Kentucky. I can still say all these sort of things because as long as I don't get too specific on something that's too gross, then we're good. Right, like so. Yes, we're holding him to account. That's good, but does it really do anything to stop him or to stop anyone from doing similar things? Just not quite that bad. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. All right. Well, I I'll just go back to fuck Alex Jones. Yeah, yeah fuck I, him. You know, um, I'm, uh, he, to me, he's a bigger detriment than Zohar in terms of current day. Uh, no, I mean, well, Zahari, I mean Zahari, did, Zahari's did, got, right, got yeah. 3,000 people no, at no, least. No, 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 in, in the current day. Anyway, that was... I mean, he's, he, he, Zahari has absolute, has real blood on his hands. Yes, absolutely. Right, that I, he, I that, that he cost. I think they both do. The I, difference is, Zahari, honestly, um, I had forgotten the guy existed until we took him out. Well, the, I, well there was also a rumor that guy. he was already dead. He said he died yeah, from... and they said about Bin Laden, He died from asthma attack. I'm like, okay. He died from... Dead from asthma attack. We don't know where his body is, but he's good. Like, oh, right. okay. Anyway, fuck them both. Uh, let's talk about Liz Cheney for a bit, though, because both Kevin Costner and Dick Cheney have gone on the record as saying they support Liz Cheney. Now, we've talked about Liz Cheney quite a bit on our show, and we, we had a bit of a back and forth because you pointed out that I was supporting her, and yet I had no idea who the fuck she was until she became relevant for having the Well, it wasn't that you were supporting her. It was that you... I was defending her. Well... No, 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 no. My issue was you, uh, not necessarily defending her, but it was the, you were defending her with an asterisk and a bash. Like, she sucks because she's Liz Cheney, and I don't agree but. with her, but, and it's just like, all right, well, do you know her voting record? Do you, is there no, a particular no. issue that she's done? Which, and look. I conceived of that. Yeah, and, and that's, it's, it's one of those things. Now, look, when I went back and I looked at her voting record, it sucks. Right, but I think that part again. I'm just going back to that previous argument. Is that feeds into it that her name is Liz Cheney, 
I know who her dad is, and she's a Republican. Therefore, I don't like anything about her, even though all I know is her name and who her dad is, right? And presumably where the state she lives in. But other than that, that's all I know about her, but I'm going to bash the shit out of her because of that. But now she's doing this thing that I like, so now she, now she's a good guy and I, and I actually like her, right? And that's kind of, like, to me, like, that's just, I, I, I don't know. It, it's... Go ahead. If, do it, do it. No, I mean, it's go. just like, look, I, I, I mean, like, I think you, I don't have a problem with being, with, with a person changing position based off of in, new information. Right, so we have new information about Liz Cheney that she has pretty strong feelings about January 6th. That is something worth commending, and the position that she's taking is worth commending, right? But going automatically to the otherwise I wouldn't like her is just like there just needs to be some information to back that up, right? I mean, as just because so you don't get caught in that position of. Well, what is it that you don't like? Oh, I don't like her dad. What the fuck does that have to do with well, her? I don't like her dad. Which is fair. Her dad. <laughs> now, her dad, because we can go through a laundry list, right? I mean, if you can start I mean, with him shooting someone little... in the face. <laughs> no, I can go way before that. I, you know, I mean, but, but I'm just saying, I, I, like, I'll I mean, go, you don't I'll even go, have to go in the in the politics. It's like the dude shot another guy in the face. And that guy apologized to Dick to Cheney. To Dick Cheney, which was I, fucking I, wild. <laughs> uh, which, I mean, I, we're basing that off the HBO movie, though. And, and I, oh, I no, no, no. I actually have inside information on this one. Okay. My cousin worked for the State Department at the time. Right. And he told his dad, who's also my cousin, that... Like, a couple days before it got announced, he said, if this guy dies, we don't know what we're going to do, but Dick Cheney shot this guy in the Jesus face. Christ. Yeah, so I... Now, now, my cousin didn't tell me this after it all played out, so I, I did not have inside sources. Right. Inside sources. Um, ahead of time. But, still, but like, I learned about it, yeah. The, he, the whole idea that and, the guy's like, hey, I'm sorry my face got in the way of your gun. So sorry. Um, but yeah, I, I remember but, telling your friend, if... A hunting buddy who was a Republican I lived in, in Southern Ohio at the time. I told him, you know what? If we went hunting together and you shot me, I might forgive you. I might even hunt with you again. I'm not apologizing to you if you shoot me in the fucking face. Right. I'm sorry. I'm not. Yeah. Thank God it was a 28 gauge because a fat old drunken douche couldn't handle a real gun. That was, that's not fair at all, but whatever. No, but it's fine. You know, as it relates to, to Liz Cheney, though, I mean, I think her dad coming out and supporting her actually and makes crashing sense. crashing Trump and saying he is the biggest threat right. to this country I forever. mean, and listen, but Cheney, Bush, like, those those types don't like Trump, right? And right. have come out Absolutely. and said it, right? And, you know, Trump goes on his name-calling spree, but oh, if you don't like me, then you're a fill-in, like, whatever. Blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and I think, you know, like, Kevin Costner is, you know, sort of an old-school conservative in and of itself, but I think he's... Also the star of Yellowstone, which you're a huge fan of. I have yet to watch, but... Um, what the fuck does that have to do with it? Well, just that's why he's relevant in Wyoming. Oh, okay, true. But actually, if you want, like, so, you know, Kevin Costner has a lot to do with that show in terms of production and producing, sure. and, and I'm sure he's directed episodes. I know he's directed episodes. Um, and the thing about that show, if you if you watch that show, there's a lot of people who watch it and love it. Oh, it's country. Oh, I want to live out in the country and drive trucks, and that's the life that we all need to be living. But if you watch that show, some of the things that they say in that show go directly against a lot of these conservative tropes that are out there. And I think that's a huge Kevin Costner influence, right? Like, because like, you know what, there's a, there's an episode where there's these, these uh, PETA 
like they're they're not PETA because right, whatever, of but not. you know, but they're these very progressive activists, right? That are vegans and they're anti farming and they they do all this protesting, sure. and you know, Kevin Costner pulls the pulls the girls aside and says, "Come with me and and let me show you something." So the girl reluctantly goes with him, and you know, she's talking about being a vegan and all this other stuff, and and he explains to her, "It's like you know, where do you think all that vegan stuff comes from that you eat?" And she's like, "From the earth," and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. but." Where does it come from, right? Like, it's farmers, people like us. You know, like, we farm. Like, it's, like we just got cows, but, you know, the people who, you know, and how, how do you think we grow that? Like, oh, from the land, exactly. And when we do that, right, we got to till the land, we got to prepare it. And when we do it, right, like, we do it on a regular basis to make sure that you've got the food that you want to eat, whether it's sprouts or lettuce or whatever, but we got to till the land, which means we kill everything underneath at the time, right? If there's gophers, if there's whatever, we go through and it kills them. Right. And but what it does is it allows us to put food on your plate. Right. And that it's that same food, whether you eat meat or not. Right. Like there, there, there's a price to be paid for the food that you eat. Right. Unless you're going to grow all your own food and just be completely sustainable on your own farm or on your own little patch of land. If you're going to rely on somebody else to do it, you have to understand that there's a give and take. Right. And it was an interesting moment on the show. But there are other aspects where whether you know they're talking about environment environmentalism they're talking about it from the vantage point of a farmer but they also talk about like how like how important the earth and the land is to farmers especially out there and preserving that and how their mission isn't that far disaligned from you know these vegans and, and a lot of these other progressives um, but they get a bad rap because they're farmers and because they're conservative and, you know, whatever. But there, there's my, – my, my point is it doesn't surprise me that Costner is supporter of, supportive of Liz Cheney and willing to, 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 like, bash a Trump. You know, her dad, it's not a surprise. You know, we've heard what Bush has had to say about Trump. You know, most of his camp is, is in that same sort of mindset in terms of what Trump is and who he is. Um, and the detriment it is he is to the country, and and so to me that's not a surprise. And I think what Liz che what Liz Cheney is doing um, is worth talking about because you know this is political suicide for her. Seeing where the party is sure. going, right? Like the few the few conservatives and Republicans that do support her, they're in the minority. They're in the gross minority, and the party is becoming this thing that resembles this what Trump chicken shit. I won't yeah. oppose Trump group right and, and and this is why this goes back to the, the beginning of the discussion is liz cheney and i would probably agree on very little but i respect her for being principled in what she believes in if you believe what you believe and i disagree with you okay we can discuss that but she didn't fold like a cheap tent unlike the rest of the republican party that bows down to trump and it's pathetic and if they don't reclaim their party then so that there's, party is going to become what is it? No, it, the where, party, it's there. It's there's, where, there's, you know what, you're right. It's, there's it's, like, I'm, I'm talking about the future. It's the present. Right. I mean, it, it's they, they had to, re, when they, their time to reclaim their party was back in 2015, 2016. You had to get somebody you else had John out there. Kasich out there. I don't yeah. know, you get pissed at me. You're always, no, 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 no. On John I, I, I don't, no, 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 no. I voted for John Kasich. I, right. I I literally switched my party affiliation to vote for John Kasich again. I, I don't know how many times I have to say this because I saw what Trump was and, and how dangerous he was. So I literally switched my party affiliation 
voted Republican specifically for John Kasich, told other people to do it to help push him over Trump in Ohio, right? I have limited influence. I would love to say that I was able to get a million people on board, but maybe I got five. <laughs> you know, but my, I mean, my ex girlfriend but, did the same thing and literally said it hurt my vagina to do this. But right, I, I mean, for it, it was just like look, because I, I I just felt that Trump was going to be this devastating bomb that was going to go off if he got in the White House, and he was. Yeah. Right. Um, and so I don't. I, now that's one situation where you look back and say, I called it. Y'all didn't want to listen. Right. You you, you, you you can bang that drum all you want because and and you know as it. Relates to John Kasich now. The the issue is that we're so far away, like the the Republican Party and in, in that side of things, they're so far away from John Kasich. Like he wouldn't stand a like Trump, like he you put him on the stage with Trump, and Trump is going to walk all over him. Like that's that's just it. The, the, you put Kasich on the stage oh, yeah, with yeah, Trump, yeah, yeah, yeah. especially this day and age. Because like, how old is John Kasich now? Like he's got to be another one. That's got to be in the seventies. I looked this up the other day because we had a, an off the air back and forth about this, and he's like, excuse me, he's like seventy years old. Yeah, I mean, that, like, and just not like that's not if you're gonna dethrone Trump in that party, it's not gonna be with another seventy year old guy mumbling around. Well, we both know it's gonna be Santor, or not Santor, DeSantis. DeSantis, yes. You know, um, I mean, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley was on the shows this morning, and she she was making a strong push. Um, I think she's going to throw her hat in the ring. It's just it's hard to really find any sort of. It, it, it's hard with her because she did so much kneeling and kissing the ring of Trump, while trying to not do it at the same time. That I, she's going to be hard for anybody to really get behind. Um, you know, I, I, I could easily see Tulsi Gabbard trying to throw her hat in the ring on the Republican, yeah, on the Republican she's a, side. She's a former Democratic Congresswoman, though. She's got no. Yeah, but uh, she's been. But that's the reason why no, she's, she's, no, she's, she spent she's, she's so not, much time look, on. I, she pisses me off because I was a, an endorser. I was a defender, endorser of hers. I told you. Okay, you're so smart. I'm not. I'm not going to give you the happy go more. You don't have to. I'm not going to. <laughs> you know I'm right. right. But I mean, I, so I think from, from on the Republican side, you know, I think you're going to have you're, you're going to have challenges. You're going to have it's going to be another sort of broad field. Uh, I think DeSantis is the one now, you know, that, that nightmare scenario of, of Trump and DeSantis teaming up together is, is, is a really bad sort of Here, scene. All right, here's where I want to push you on that because I've thought for a long time that there's no way DeSantis would be Trump's VP nod. And I thought that because I don't think DeSantis respects Trump. You've said multiple times that he's kind of taken the playbook and run with it. And then there's, there's just lightning rod shot through me like if DeSantis would get the deal that Trump wanted with um, Kasich where he basically said I have no desire to do the job I just want to be the guy and if DeSantis looks at that and says I can spend four years doing what I want as the second in command and literally be a 12 year president if things go my way that's terrifying to me Maybe I hope it doesn't you're, happen. You're correct. That is a that is the ultimate nightmare scenario. But part of me, just looking at the VP role over the history of the presidency, right? If you look at Pence, even if you look at Harris right now, right? I mean, it, Al Gore, like but, it's Biden. Just, I mean, but, yeah. I mean, it's just. I, I think there, there's. I don't think it's a it's a desirable role. I think even if someone promises you that you'll 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 really have the keys, 
I think it's hard to take that. Now, look, if it looks... I hope you're right, but I can, if it, I can if see it, DeSantis being, I'm happy to be the puppet master. And we'll see. I mean, and, and this is why... I, and look, I, I, again, I don't want DeSantis either, you, you, but... You, you've been way more outspoken about right, DeSantis than I, most I, people I, I know. I don't, I don't want him either, but I think that he's the only one who can beat Trump. Um, and... and Look, he's he's dangerous for any litany of reasons that I've talked about before. You could go back and, and listen. And it's only things you've said that made me fear this. I can yeah. see him saying, I'll be the puppet master behind the scenes. And this dopey old fat douche will take all the heat and I'll do what I want. And then in four years, I'll be the undisputed front runner for the real gig. And then I'll be an incumbent after that, maybe. That's I mean, but the other thing. But me. the other thing. And thanks for putting that nightmare. In my but I mean, there, there's also, you know, I think there's. DeSantis has separated himself from Trump to a degree. I think he knows the toxicity of Trump at this point. With with all the January sixth stuff coming out, I think, I think that there's enough motivation for DeSantis to to push past him, and and I think that. And he might well say, I'm not. Taking second chair to you because you're a fucking dope. Yeah, that's, that's a very real. Right. If, if I'm in his shoes, I'm like, there's no way I don't I'm need you. Countdown this. I mean, because I think he could easily say, I, I just don't need you. I could take a decent chunk of your people. I can get more yeah. people. I, I don't need you. I'll surround myself. I will actually surround myself with better people that are smarter and, than your idiots that you have around you. Like Roger, I'm not, I'm not going to have a Roger Stone and an Alex Jones and, and all Steve those Bannon. guys. Uh, like they're not going to be anywhere near my White House, and I, I don't want to play those bullshit games. I'm going to bring some level of sanity back, but I'm going to rule with the iron fist the way I want to do it, um, and and just really tell them to go fuck right off. And I can see DeSantis doing that. Which I and, think is probably the more likely yeah. event. However, yeah. I am I am scared of the whole. I'm going to sit back and, 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 you know, wait for my pitch and just knock it out of the park. And that, that brings me to J.D. Vance in Ohio, who is a disgusting human being. You've, you and I have spoken off, off, uh, yep. you know, off the air about uh, J.D. Vance. And he basically said, well, you know, if you're in a marriage and it's abusive, you just stick with it because that's what God wants. I mean... And Look, like, I mean, like, J.D. Vance is... A guy who was just, you know, he he had said he had come out against Trump previously, and you know he's another one. Like it's what's funny is he beat Josh Mandel for the Republican Senate yeah, uh, nominee, and Josh Mandel had been you know kissing and licking the boots of Trump you know pretty much from from get go, right? And then you know JD Vance. The reason why he was somewhat of a viable candidate because he wasn't as ridiculous as Mandel, and he had come out against Trump, but then all of a sudden J.D. Vance recognized that you know maybe maybe there was something to Trump, so then he flipped and jumped on the Trump train and and has gone full, you know, uh, uh, you know Christian, Republican, you know we need to have a Christian state sort of, sort of deal, which is the movement that you know Mike Flynn. And those types are pushing for, like they're li literally saying it out loud, um, that that's that the U.S. needs to be a, a, a country bound by God, and it we need to be you know Christians first, and then the and then the Constitution, and you know we need to adhere by the rules of the Bible and all this other stuff, which is really dangerous, right? Because it's no different than 
you know, Muslim state it's or, 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 or authoritarianism. Authoritarianism. Yeah, you. I mean, it's uh, exactly what that is, and that's the direction that they want to go. Um, and what's crazy is that everyone's just, you know, the people who follow them are like, yeah, totally legit. Like, we don't see any problem with that whatsoever. And then the number of politicians that are just folding like wet paper bags saying, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll jump right on it, right? Knowing the skeletons that they have in their closet, right? Like, I'm sure J.D. Vance has all sorts of bullshit in his closet, right, that doesn't go along with the conservative Christian right, um, uh, you know, narrative. But yet here he is and here they are and they're continuing to push it. And, you know, the alternative is, is a Democrat named Tim Ryan. He ran for president. He was a congressman. Out of Ohio, um, he has really back in the woods. I believe. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a Youngstown guy. He's from Youngstown. Um, he actually lives very close to my parents. Um, you know, I, I don't have a, a strong relationship with him, but I know him, uh, and I, I think. Listen, he's. I think he's a legitimate candidate. I think he was. He he could have been a good presidential candidate, but I think he was just too tame at the time. Um, I think it, the spotlight might have been a little big for him, and he was trying to figure out what his messaging was, knowing kind of like there because there were so many people in the Democratic field. Um, but I think he's found his voice and he's found his footing running for Senate. Uh, I believe that he'll beat J.D. Vance. I think that ultimately J.D. Vance has just said too many stupid things, and there's enough sane people left in Ohio. Where are there? I think there's just enough where Tim Ryan can win that Senate seat. You know, Steve, I'm glad to hear you say that. Because you are more of a cynic than me when it comes to things like this. I am. Typically. Yep. And, um, and you know, maybe there's some hometown bias on your part. But Tim Ryan, to me, is a logical, sane, honest guy. And I get his, his stuff pops up on my social media, you know, give me five bucks because I want to bring sanity back. And um, the, the, the fact that he has gotten your endorsement on the show anyway yeah, I mean, is I, encouraging look, to me he's, because he's, you would not be shy. <laughs> no, 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 no. If, I mean, if I didn't like him, I, I, even if he was from Youngstown, I would, I would be, oh. I would be honest, but I think, you know, he, he, he comes from a position like, listen, the, the place where I come from Youngstown is, has had it rough and a lot of places have, but Youngstown has had it rough um, and still going through it. Um, you know, drugs, violence, all this sort of stuff, and corruption. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, like all sorts of. All, uh, yeah, I, I mean, mean, like, like I'm, being a Buffalo guy, it's kind of a larger scale. The same thing. There's lots of sure. You know, in, um, industrial abandonment. Can I finish? Sure, <laughs> but I mean, it, not because I don't want to sit here and bash on Youngstown for the next twenty minutes because it's easy to do. But my point is, is that I think that based off of what. Youngstown has gone through. Tim Ryan can connect to a lot of these other cities, whether it's Toledo or Dayton, um, you know, some of these other cities in central Ohio who sure. have gone through similar things that have lost manufacturing, that have, you know, lot, that have had a huge brain drain, right? Like the smart sure. people leave, go to Cleveland and Columbus or Cincinnati, or they go, or they just completely North Carolina. Leave, the, leave the state. Yeah, go to North Carolina, go to New York, whatever. Um, and some of the things that he's talking about can help those places, can help the state overall sort of combat some of that and help to bring people back, bring jobs back, all that other stuff. Um, and, and there's, there's, there's some good things in what he's saying and there's a path on how to do them. Uh, and, and I think there are enough people who will see that and say, it's worth a try because JD Vance just is bringing nothing to the table, but nonsense, right? I mean, there's just certain things that JD Vance has said 
that certain people, even if they're conservative, even if they're more towards the Trump camp, just aren't going to buy into. So I think that there's a chance there, which all of a sudden sort of starts to open up this idea of Democrats being able to hold on to the Senate. I still think it's a long shot, but I think things are starting to shift a little bit where maybe that there is a chance that Democrats can hold and actually get control in the Senate where they don't have control now. Right. Like, I mean, even though technically the they do, of, of, yeah. right, like they, they just don't have enough control to 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 not have to cater to to mansion and cinema. Right. Right. Like you need, you know, you need to get you need to gain three or four seats at least to sort of neutralize those two, um, which mansion finally came around and cinema finally came around. But then, I mean, like Bernie's also a problem. But anyway, all that to say is that, um, you know, J.D. Vance is is. He's going to continue to say really outlandish, ridiculous things, thinking that that's ingratiating him with the MAGA crowd, with the Trump crowd. Um, you know, he's got to make up for the fact that he did come out against Trump in the past. So he's going to try to make up ground and do all this sort of bootlicking in the name of Trump, hopefully to get Trump's support and endorsement. Um, and the more he does that, I think the more he drives the people in the middle away, um, which you know, pushes them towards a Tim Ryan. Um, so I think strategically, Tim Ryan's in a good position. I think he's already leading in the polls in Ohio um, um, for November. So it's just something to keep an eye on. Um, and look, if Tim Ryan is able to pull that off, then that's a good sign. You know, I, I, don't, think sure. it's, I don't think it's the great beacon of hope, but I think it's a good sign that there, there's still a chance for some sense of, of sanity um, if if you can you know if you can start to see some of these things turn over similar to what happened in Kansas. Yes, I right? think it's a, that's a perfect segue because in Kansas, which is one of the most conservative states in the nation, they put on a let's put a can should the state ban abortion, and the overwhelming numbers were that the folks that. <laughs> So they ended up they, they ended up voting against a, an abortion ban, and I think the, it was like 65 percent yeah, against huge. the ban, um, which is which is just huge in, in especially in considering that half of the people who vote can't have one. Right, exactly. You know, I mean, which it's really know. easy for you and I to get stand on this because it doesn't physically affect us. Right. I mean, yet, it's even easier for me because I I can't. I'm firing blanks. And, so. and, and I can't get laid. So there's that. <laughs> right. You put <laughs> those Yeah. I go, yeah, right. Fuck. I'm just following your, anyway, following your anyway, lead. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I, like, if, right. if yeah. I knew that you were having secret sex that you didn't know about, I would tell you. That I didn't know about? <laughs> right. Moving on. Which, anyway, which goes back to a, joke which was, goes back to a previous proposition I made for you, which you get all shitty about. I still think it's what? you know. Me what? me spiking your drink. Oh and then you'll yeah, and then, yeah. okay, and then yes, locking yes, you in I, here I with a against, willing lady. I'm against you drugging me with a prostitute. I am still against that. Right. Moving up the fact that in, in <laughs> this went sideways in a hurry. And I right. know I was hundred percent part of the problem. I don't know why I don't know why you're so against it. I think it's fine. You spiking my drink with Molly and then putting a willing participant in a room with me when I'm on blood pressure medication. Somehow you don't understand why that would bother me. You wanted just your heart exploding. All right, moving on. Kansas overwhelmingly voted to block the state's uh, attempt to uh, 
Fuck the abortion. abortion ban. Yeah. And that says a lot. It right. I mean, so again, that, that ties in like, okay, if Kansas can come around and see, like, all right, it, it, look, it's not just about people willy-nilly having sex, not wanting a kid anymore, right? Because some of these bans are so harsh and so, like, you have so many, there are multiple instances where women need abortions that aren't related to irresponsible right. sexual rape, behavior. Rape, for example. Right. Rape, incest, rape, you know, minors, uh, you know, the rape of minors. Um, you also have multiple medical reasons why during yeah. the course of a pregnancy that an abortion is something that if you don't Saves do it, right, if you don't do it, you lose two lives. If you, if you are able to get the abortion, you at least save one. And, and, and those like, you can't tell me that you're pro-life and just like, well, I mean, cause there are certain instances where if, and I, and, and I don't, I don't know the exact terminology, but I, I have read these things from legitimate medical sources, right? I just didn't memorize them, but I, I want to say it's an A topic or I, I, I don't know. Eptopic. Yes. An eptopic pregnancy. Like if, if, if it go, if that goes no, wrong, I, like you could lose both the baby and the mother. Well, the baby's gone. Right. Yes. And, right. And, but you've already the lost the baby. Right. But you could lose the mother as well. Yes. And so, like those are the sort of situations. But the way some of these bans are written, it's like, well, no abortion, right? Like, and so now it's just like, all right. So now you got to get this woman in a short amount of time out of that state and get her to another state. And even if you have money, you can't pay. You can't. You can't have more money than time. Right, you know what I mean. Like you, sure. you can't have enough money to be able to stop time. Hundred percent. And, and I, I and know a woman who went through that. Yeah, I do. She was I do too. By it. Right. I mean, I, I like close. Like my my sister went through this. Right. Okay. Um, it's just it, it's an uh, you know uh, you know someone that we both know. I won't mention names. Someone we both know close by went through this not that long ago. Okay. Um, and and so it, it's just it, like, look, I get your. The, the religious concerns about it, I get the the moral concerns about abortion, but when when we've got science that says like there there are certain things that where this is this is medically required to save life, sure, right? Like you have to take that into consideration, right? And then then you can go into the broader socioeconomic issues of. Like, okay, so you had two people that were irresponsible, but early on that they know that they made a mistake and that they need that, that bringing a life into this world is not something that they are ready for or responsible to do, can, phys can, can financially handle any way, shape, or form, right? And they, they want to go in and, you know, before the baby can come out and is a viable human, right? And can, and can like, you know, I mean, because if you... Bring a baby out in after after twelve weeks, right? Can that baby survive? No, we, right. Uh, I mean, even exactly. So, like before before you have something that can survive, right? They make that decision. Like let's let's just let let's put a hold on this. Let's stop this. You know, in the future we'll be more responsible. But this is the thing. Like then you can get into that conversation and that argument. Figure out where that timeline, that cutoff is. Right where where it makes sense, it gives people a chance to sort of figure it out because women miss periods all the time, right? Women miss periods because of stress. Women miss periods because of, you know, like they, just because their cycles get off because of all sorts of different factors, right? And so missing a period isn't necessarily an indicator that you're pregnant. You have there's more time that you need, and you know six weeks isn't enough, right? But is it eight weeks? Is it ten weeks? Is it twelve weeks? I that part I don't know. 
right? But there's people out there a hell of a lot smarter than me who can who can actually come up with a better timeline on when the cutoff point should be, right? And, and those are the sort of things that we should be getting to. No, we don't want to give people just a free pass to go out and be completely irresponsible and idiots. But at the same time, again, it's a private issue for a woman to figure out. And if she says she doesn't want her body to go through this process for whatever reason, then she needs to have an opportunity to deal with that accordingly without the government jumping in and saying one way or another. And that's why Congress, they need to get their shit together, right? And, and that, that's really why 2022 is so important because you need Congress and you need the Senate while you have the White House to get something codified to protect women across the board, right? And I mean, and, and that's like put it in the law so that the Supreme Court can't come back well, shouldn't be able to come back and be able to strike it down, right? With the way the Supreme Court is right now, I have concerns about that. But you have sure. to at least get to that point where, where you're at least attempting to do it and then forcing the Supreme Court to show their hand once you get it codified in the, in, into federal law, right? And you're not just relying on a Supreme Court opinion, but once you get it codified in the law, passed by Congress and the Senate, signed by the president— now it's a hell of a harder fight for conservatives and the Supreme Court to strike it down. They still may find a way. They still may try. But at that point, at least you've, you've, you've done what you can. Right now, we're basically leaving a lot of women in these red states out to dry, Ohio being one of them. Yeah. Right. Ohio wants to pass uh, in, in. I'm not sure. And, and I don't know the laws in Ohio uh, as it relates to abortion just yet. Um, they, but, are, but, they had a trigger law. Right. But they, so they popped yeah. in some of our listeners hit me up when when we did our last show and said hey i didn't realize ohio was that far red i'm like yeah, yeah it is far. you know i mean i, mean, I said it you, I've, you, I've, no, I've been we, saying we, it for we, a long time ohio is not a purple state we are a red state yeah right i mean it, i like, wish you were wrong right but i mean i, I just I, I think ohio is a red state you know that may have some 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 purple tint to it right and you know that go, going Go back tim to, ryan <laughs> going back to our conversation about tim ryan but you know, this is this is a red state. So we live in a, in a very highly conservative state, right? Like my gun rights, I'm not. I have no concerns about my gun rights in Ohio, but abortion rights and rights for women are 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 very restricted now because of that Supreme Court decision. And this is where we need Congress to step up. Um, we need Democrats to really step up from a campaign standpoint, get some wins in 22, and then get and figure out a way to get something passed. All right, man, we got to wrap this up. I we do need to say that what we feared and what you predicted is that uh, Brittany Griner would get the book thrown at her, and she did. Yep. She was sentenced to nine years in a Russian prison. She, like you said, probably will not survive nine years in a Russian prison. Now, there, I think there is a movement to uh, do a prisoner exchange. as her and a former Marine... I think. Yeah, it was a former Marine, and, and he, he's got, like, a little bit of a sketchy past. And, and you know, there's also a teacher over there. Um, so there's, like, they, they keep adding to the list, which is going to make this harder and harder. Uh, you know, and, and who the Russians want out, that that's the big problem, right? I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, they want the, 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 the merchant of boot. death. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, they want the merchant of death and, and, and another and another uh, uh, war criminal in exchange for, you know, a Brittany, basketball player with a weed. basketball pl player with weed, a teacher with weed. And, um, you know, this other Marine with the with the sketchy past that may have been a spy, may not have been. And I. I, I recognize. 
I, I look. I'm going to do it. We can't. We have to. We have to what? We have to give them back. No. Yes. No. Yes. You don't understand. You do this. Is this guy still relevant? He's been in prison for 20 years. Is he still a threat? Yes. Is he? Because a guy like that, he didn't. That guy didn't come for money. That guy came. That guy literally no, built himself was, up yeah, yeah. from Russian dirt. So but do is you? He, isn't he Ukrainian? He's bit okay. Same fucking difference. Um, the point is that guy will always be relevant because he's the type of guy. He's been doing time in an American prison, Jim. Right, like that guy spent time in Russian prison before he was here. He's doing. He did the. He's done this time on his fucking head. Yeah. You think that guy's gonna get out and be defeated? You think that guy's not gonna get out and immediately get plugged back in? You think that he was unplugged? You don't, right. you don't think right. that he wasn't controlling? He he didn't right. have I, some I, sort I, of. I, I, I want to wrap this up with this. We have found the way to deal with him, and that's how we started this show. Yeah, exactly. But here's the other oh, thing, though. You you can't you cannot give him back because what and happens drop is drop a fucking hellfire missile on his ass once he tries to do anything okay. other than but then if he, if he, if he if stop, fucking just, parking ticket just let me finish fine but then like one you have a major international problem there yeah, sure. um, the other is issue is the other issue is um, then what's to stop other countries from saying oh American coming through. They have somebody we want. Oh, who are you? It uh, doesn't matter. We're taking you. And if you want them back, you need to get back this really, really bad person. Right? Like, I mean, because now all of a sudden what you do is, like, you, you put a target on anyone with a moderate level of fame traveling internationally. Right? Because if I'm a foreign country and I got some bad actors and, and they get themselves caught in a twist and I want them back, then what's to stop me from, oh, uh, some... B-level basketball player, like, you don't need to get a LeBron James. You don't need to go out and get those guys. Those guys, you know, they, you don't want that. But you can go out and get these B-list celebrities that want to travel all over the world, right, and, and do stupid shit, right? Like, I could easily see a fucking Kardashian being next, right? But, I mean, just, like, somebody. And then it's just like, what, are we, we going to really give up somebody for – we're really going to give up this terrorist for a fucking Kardashian, Right? Oh, you have to, you have to, you did it for Britney Grant. Like, you can't do it. I know, I know it's harsh and I feel fucking terrible, but Britney is going to have to fucking do this time. Right? Like, that's, that's what I would be saying if I'm president. And I would get bashed by all the people and all the, oh, all I the, whatever. We're going to get bashed. But it is what it is. Like, you can't, like, and I, I, the punishment is entirely too harsh. She shouldn't even be punished at all. But at the same time, she's been going to Russia for years and she walked in there with those vape cards. Knowing that it was against the law, I, you can't tell me, like, there's a re she knew it was against the law. She knew what she was doing, right? This whole, oh, it was an accident. Like, you accidentally packed vape cartridges in your bag? How? How do you accidentally pack them in your bag? And she was going oh, I'm into going the to country. Maryland in two hours. Right. And I'll be packing a vape cartridge. Right. But you're going to fucking me. Maryland, not Russia. Ma exactly. I know. You know, I mean, like, look, right. I, I, look, went, I look. flew international and I made sure, I cleared all my shit to make sure that there was nothing sketchy going in. I was going into a Muslim, I was going to fucking Qatar. Right. Right. And Qatar is not Russia. Right. By any stretch so of the imagination. <laughs> right. Like, it's not Russia, but it's a Muslim country. I, and I went said, out of my I'm way like... to make sure that I didn't have anything on me that could, that could even raise a question. Did you have anything in you? Well, that's a different 
But I'm just let's, let's, let's go to Anne Haitian. We got to shut things down, and then we maybe can sneak in a bonus episode because there's a lot more to talk about. But Anne Haitian, uh, I'm a huge fan of hers. She was in a movie called Return to Paradise, where she is phenomenal. And I know her from Volcano. Okay, that movie sucked. <laughs> no, Return to Paradise is a great movie. It's a rough movie. You know the movie? Mm-mm. It's Anne Haish, Joaquin Phoenix, and um, oh god, the the guy from Wedding Crashers. Um, Owen Wilson? No, Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Oh, young Vince Vaughn, young Anne Haish, and young Joaquin Phoenix. Powerful movie. Look, um, I mean, I, look, and she I was don't, in a car accident. She's been burned badly. Well, it's a little bit more than a car accident. So, Anne Haish may have been drinking pretty heavily was in her car, she crashed into a parking garage, and then people tried to come and help her. She kicks it in reverse, takes off from the parking garage, flies down the street, loses control of her Mini Cooper. Her Mini Cooper goes through the front wall of a house. Car explodes, catches okay, on fire. Okay, I didn't read. Yeah. <laughs> car, car explodes, catches on fire. Anne Hayes badly burned. The woman and her dogs make it out, um, but the house is, is a total loss. Annie, just, they had to intubate her. Um, she had I some had a friend that was burns. That. That's horrible. Um, there was a terrible scene. Like I just was when I saw it, the news cameras were up above. They were carrying Anne Hayesh out. They had covered her in that special gauze, and then all of a sudden, she just it, it, she just jumped off the. She tried to jump off the gurney, you know, like and probably screaming in pain because she's you know yes. severely burned. Um, but there's a, someone caught a picture of her going through, like going past security camera or something, or maybe it was from the paparazzi, but she doesn't look good and looks like there's a bottle of booze in her car. She's got a history of drinking issues. She's got a history of mental health issues. Um, and so this is, this is not only a, like, obviously it's a terrible accident, but you know, if there's, if there's drinking involved now, we're now look, she, the burn, she, she, she. You know, she's got a long road of recovery dealing with the burns. Um, they, But she's so severely burned, they can't test her, right? They couldn't okay. test her to figure out if she was actually drinking. And I'm assuming, like, when they pull the car out, like, you're probably not going to be able to figure out if there was booze in there anyway, because I'm sure the alcohol burned pretty quickly. Um, so they're, they're, she's probably not going to face criminal, you know, legal consequences, le- yeah. legal consequences unless there's another way to prove that she was drinking. Um but, like, she, listen, I gave up booze about two and a half years ago. Yeah. And I did it because I feared something like this very thing. I, I, that's what I was, I was afraid that I was going to kill myself, that I was going to kill someone else. I had been popped for DUIs in the past, you know, and I, I constantly made the bad decision to drink too much and drive. And so I finally quit because I saw my future being very similar to this, you know, killing myself in a bad accident, killing someone else in a bad accident, which basically might as well kill me at that point, right? Because the, I, sure. I, I don't know how I'd handle that. Um, or being drunk, getting pulled over, you know, not cooperating with the police officer and ended up being a fucking hashtag, right? And, and, and I saw that as my future, so I gave booze up to avoid it, right? And there's a lot of people saying, well, she's got a history of mental health and we need to be compassionate. Yeah, we do. Uh, but at the same time, like, those mental health issues, right, that I've learned, like, I'm, as a person who's gone through it, who had serious depression from some seriously foul shit that's happened over the course of my life, what I can tell you is that mental health is not an excuse to drink and get behind the wheel of a car, 
right? Those mental health issues are reasons to go get help. And those mental health issues you shouldn't be bashed for. But once you make the conscious decision to drink, right, which exacerbates the mental health issues and then get behind the wheel, then the compassion then goes away. And it's like you need to be held account, accountable for what you did. Um, but she, it, but the biggest piece of that, once once she gets through the burn aspect, is to deal with the mental health issues and to deal with the drinking issues. Um, my heart does go out to her. My heart goes out to the to the woman who's who lost her home. Um, you know, hope you know, hopefully between insurance and Anne Hayes's, you know, whatever they can get that woman sure. right. Um, you know, and and I, and I, I wish the best for Anne Hayes, but her uphill battle from here is not only recovering from this accident and the burns, but getting herself right. Um, you know, hopefully she can she can do that. Um, she's got some good people around her. Um, I get she's ha- she's she's had a rough past, but she almost she almost killed herself. She almost killed someone else, and um, that's going to be a lot for her to carry. But hopefully, hopefully she makes it out all right. All right, let's let's close it out on that. Um, if we can talk, do some sports talk later in the week. Great. If not. Yeah, that's a good way to close. We are at Whiskey Congress on Instagram and Twitter. Also, uh, if you can, this week it's the Massage Therapy Conference in Cleveland. What? Hey, the massage. The, so the the National Massage Therapy Conference is here in Cleveland, right? Deshaun Watson's excited right, about uh, it. Okay, so Steve's doing dances. It's true. A lot uncomfortable. Google it. Google it. Massage Therapy Convention. We are at Whiskey Congress in on Cleveland. Instagram and Twitter. We are done. Deshaun Watson might be there signing autographs. You're a bad person, and we're done.